everybody, and welcome back to the Peanut Ring. I am your host, Carter Posting. Welcome back. Today, we are going to talk about sort of, uh, you know, just, uh, we're going to talk about TV shows, or more shows you wa- you'd watch as a kid, cartoons, cartoons that are good. I personally like uh, a lot of, I personally prefer like, kids television over adult television now i do have now i do like adult television obviously i mean listen man have you ever seen uh have you ever seen criminal minds or uh law and order svu the special victims unit great shows great shows but we're gonna focus more on like cartoons and stuff i used to watch when you were a kid. So, when I was younger, uh, obviously I'm, I'm still pretty young, so it'd, be, it'd make no sense for me to say when I was young. When I was younger, like five, four, you know. Me and my uh, brother had a step, had a step, had a bunk bed. And every night we'd go to bed watching uh, one of three or four movies, I believe we had. And we had this small... 12-inch TV, and it had a VHS player built into it. So, oh yeah, and at the end of the room, we had a box of VHS tapes. Cool, whatever. So, someone we'd watch a lot was Aladdin. Beginning, I don't know what happens at the beginning with like the one guy with all like the big old shop or whatever the fuck happened. Cause at the beginning of that was always so fucked up. But I just I I never understood that like why did Jasmine have to get married to a prince? I don't know if she was next in line for the crown or whatever the fuck. I, I don't know if she was next in line for the crown. I don't know if it followed like actual Ottoman Empire rules or whatever. But I always assumed that she did. And I always wondered why didn't she just like wait till her dad dies and like change the law? Or why didn't she ask her dad to fucking change the law? He's Sultan. He says, Oh, praise Allah. Why why don't why didn't she like Ask him to be like, hey, make it so I can marry whoever I want. I don't want to marry fucking Jafar or any other, like, or some princes. It, I, I like this little, uh, this little muscly muskrat boy on the, out there in the shops, stealing, stealing, uh, watermelons and pieces of bread with his pet monkey. And then, Aladdin just fucking, like, lies to her. And, like, that's cool, I guess. Like, she's just fucking cool with it. That he lies to her, like, the entire fucking movie. Right up, right up into the end. <clears throat> um. Yeah, fucking everything's good. Like, all... V- At the end, Aladdin is no longer a prince. Like, he wishes to be a prince. He asks Robin Williams to make me a prince. And Robin Williams goes, Aha! A prince! Aha! And then fucking, all of a sudden, 
Everything gets turned back because Jafar, Jafar, he's our man. He can't do a great. Jafar becomes a genie or whatever. For whatever reason, Aladdin isn't a prince at the end of the movie. I don't remember. It's been a while since I've seen it. And all of a sudden, it's just cool. Like, her dad changes it, like, changes it at the end. But he, he didn't bother to do it, like, in the beginning. Moving on from that, we have another one of these little baby morality stories. Might have heard of it. It's called The Lion King. Uh, it's a pretty small tale. Maybe you heard of it, maybe you haven't. So, Lion King was also a VHS tape that we had. You tell, you know, uh, whatever, Miss, what was his name? I don't remember the, Simba's dad's name. It was like, it wasn't Messiah. Did you imagine it was Messiah? That's a weird question. So, and, so he dies. He says, run, never return. Wasn't Scar... And I know, I know it's based off of Hamlet, whatever. Who cares? I'm saying within Lion King, Simba was too young to be king anyways. The crown would have naturally gone to Scar. He didn't have to make Simba leave like that. Simba thought that, you know, his dad was already dead and it doesn't matter. He didn't have to make Simba leave and come back and kill him. And he didn't even have to tell Simba that he killed his dad. There was no reason for it. All he was doing was giving extra, giving extra fodder for Simba to want to kill him at the end of their fighting. And how the hell did Simba beat Scar? I know Scar was probably like a couple years older or whatever. Maybe he was like an old ass man. But he seemed to be just as capable as he was at the beginning of the movie. And... Simba has been eating nothing but grubs and bugs for, like, years. Been living the Kuma, uh, Kuma life and has no fighting experience while Scar was being some iron-fisted iron dictator. He was being Joseph Stalin. And yet, Simba beats him, apparently. Next movie, we had two Batman movies. One I don't remember, and the other one was the one where fucking Toothface had to Toothface. Poor God, Toothface! Toothface, he'll brush your skin off, and he'll take your skull, and he'll he'll soak it in silver to keep it fresh. So, Two-Face, not Tooth-Face, Two-Face, the one, do you know, so there's, remember the Batman movie, where Two-Face has a, I keep saying Two-Face, where Two-Face has, like, just like a bunch of fucking plastic, like, all over, like, the side of his face, it's all purpley plastic or whatever, and the, God, and the, uh, the Riddler's there, and he's 
looking like David Bowie. For <laughs> from what I remember, he looked like David Bowie. <clears throat> like remember David Bowie in Labyrinth? He he looked like that, but with like a Riddler tight onesie. <laughs> like like a the type of costume you could get at like Party City. And. So, near the end of the movie, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched this movie that's been out for 20, 30 years, uh, the way he, Batman defeats uh, Two-Face is when Two-Face, like, flips his coin, you know, like he does, heads or tails to make a little decision, uh, Batman just throws a bunch of quarters in the air, and this is enough to make Two-Face go, Whoa, whoa, and he falls off a pipe or something. I know I'm being real descriptive, but... Like, I know his entire character is the fact that he has, like, a special quarter. But the act of Batman throwing a bunch of quarters at him... And it wasn't even, like, adding, like, a punch or anything. It was legit just throwing them in the air. This shouldn't make him lose his balance and fall from out of nowhere. And yet, we're just supposed to accept it like it's the truth. CNN, Fox News, and all the mainstream media, they want you to think that Two-Face was defeated by Batman throwing a bunch of quarters in the air. But we know, we're free thinkers. We know what really happened that day. Two-Face? Lived. Two-Face is actually a government agent right now, and the... And the CIA is trying to cover it up with a Batman movie. Oh, and the other Batman movie was the one with the penguin. You know where he bites his. You know how he bites that one guy's nose. I I can't. I don't remember anything else in that. I just remember. I just remember some like fat Winston Churchill looking ass penguin biting someone's nose off or something. I also remember he had like flipper hands. God bless him. Hello everyone, welcome. Hello everyone. Uh, part two of this episode. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, took a bit of a break. Mine, my mind went on empty. My mind is running on empty. So, we're going to uh, sort of... We're going to talk about Adventure Time. Now, why Adventure Time? Because uh, I fucking love Adventure Time. It's my podcast, and I can do what the fuck I want. Yeah, you've never felt so powerless before, have you? I know. I know. You're not used to your power being questioned in the way it is now, huh? But... Seriously, I love Adventure Time. Uh, I loved it when it first came out and I watched it as a kid. And I loved it when I rewatched it uh, this year. It's such a great fucking show. It is such a great show. You want you to know a cool fact, actually. When Adventure Time came out, I was, and I was four. I was four and a month away from being five. So I was four, one month away from being five. I remember, and I remember very specifically, 
watching the first episode of Adventure Time with my stepdad. And after you watching it, I thought that I missed like the majority of the series because after some point I just couldn't watch it anymore. I don't remember why. So maybe I just lost interest in cartoons all like completely or I stopped watching TV for a bit. But I thought I missed the majority of it, but I actually stayed like in touch until like season five. So that was actually the majority of the time. I really didn't miss much. But man, you pick up on a lot of jokes that you really miss as a kid. And that's not that's not saying that uh, dirty jokes or anything like that. But just smaller, more subtle jokes that you just couldn't really appreciate as a kid cuz your brain cuz when you're when you're smaller, your brain's just mush. It's like it, the inside of your brain is just fucking static all the goddamn time. But, I mean, it's just amazing. I loved season one. I loved just watching it go. I just loved the nonsensical fun it had. And season two was the same exact thing. I loved when they started actually having like a bit of story elements in season three. I loved season four. I loved season five. I loved every single season. And it, it, I, mean, I hated watching the seasons progress because I knew that it was going to end. And that's how great of an experience Adventure Time was for me. I love watching Finn grow as a person. I love Jake being a fucking bad influence. Uh, I love fucking Tiffany. I love that random characters near the end of the show, like people that you haven't seen since like the first three seasons, all of a sudden they're back and they're all grown up big boys. I love how Susan Strong, who is this, who is this like really like buff like caveman girl. She's like this giant, really strong caveman girl. You know, you know Susan Strong, that type of you know talking person. She gets her, she gets like this whole like this whole storyline. Like in like season seven or eight, after after like. Well, what a, if if you're watching it in real time, would have been years of progress. And all of a sudden, she's a lot deeper. It's there's a lot more story to her character. It solves why all the other little people that she lives with are all like relatively normal. Like they speak normally, they act normally, but she is like much bigger for no reason. And <clears throat> she is much bigger for no reason. Excuse me. And she is, she doesn't talk as well as the other ones do. But it's amazing to watch just characters grow, to watch, to see Simon, you know, Simon and Marceline. And Simon is. The Ice King, by the way, you know, before he lost his mind. And they used, and Simon Marceline act, you know, would, were kind of like friend, were like friends. Like Simon took care of her, at, you know, when the whole world was all bunked, was all bunked up from the Great Mushroom War. A again, uh, you got to watch a lot of it. Well, you don't actually have to watch a lot of it to get to that, but it, 
Simon only shows up like two, three, like a two or three times, like comes back and meets old Marcy. And yet it feels so filling and amazing to see. And it allows a buildup. It allows a buildup, like right until the end. I'm not going to tell you what happens. Right into the end, like these several stories all sort of culminating uh, together, and it it put it end it ends so many stories, but it also begins new ones, and that's the entire point of the show. And something else you see in the show a lot, and this is going to refer back to just what, what I was just talking about, is some is like reincarnation. That's like a main thing in the show is reincarnation. And to watch like all these episodes, like all these stories end, but create new stories to tell that we're not going to witness. It lives up to the theme song. The adventure never ends. Because now all of a sudden they're going on these adventures. We'll never know about them. We got satisfying endings, but with those endings, we got new beginnings. And the idea of things just sort of looping, that things never really do change, is prevalent throughout the show. It's discussed by Marceline at some point, who, who for the uninitiated, I'm assuming that you people know a little too much here. The uninitiated, uh, Marceline's just some cool cool vampire girl and she's you know lived a long time like a thousand years you know how it is and she goes on a discussion about how people just make the same mistakes again because nobody lives long enough to see it and everything loops back you get people you get like, the story of one character ends. But with that, another one begins. Well, there's actually this one specific example that I can't bring up because it would be a spoiler. But I'll just try to summarize it to you. One character's mission is to bring back this other character. And in doing that, they sort of sacrifice themselves and then it becomes the other character's mission to bring back that other character, the original character. The adventure never ends. It all loops back. And it's it's brilliant. And I'm not saying this, I'm not saying that the show is some like deeply sophisticated plot-driven show. It's really not. Majority of the episodes are just sort of harmless fun. And if you're there just for the plot, it's going to be harder for you to get through it. But I was there for the show. I was there for the entirety of the show. I was there for the nonsensical fun after just a hard day of whatever, school, whatever. After that, I was just enjoying the nonsensical fun. When I was binge-watching it on the weekends all relaxed in my, in my jammies, I loved watching the more story-driven parts. It 
It's a show that allows you to just sort of sit down and relax to it, and it can convey any mood that you need. Even in the more serious parts, there's always like like little bits of humor in there. Like they'll try to like they'll be using like their like radical adventure time language like algebraic, mathematical, you know. And they'll be making jokes all the time and no one's making taking anything too seriously despite wherever the context is. So no matter what you're looking for, whether you're looking for nonsensical fun or something more plot driven, it can convey that story to you. There's never so much emotion or so much story that will drown out your tired mind that just wants to relax and see some nonsensical fun. And I really do think that's truly brilliant. And you know what you should do? You should watch Adventure Time. Because the adventure, the adventure never ends. But you know what does end? This podcast, this was the peanut ring. I'm glad you were here, and I hope you enjoyed. Thank you very much.